beautiful night. Tossing, turning, mind racing. Having trouble getting to sleep. Well, I think you are in the right place. Let's see if this podcast works for you, because this is Sleep With Me, the podcast. It's here to help you fall asleep. And we do it, sometimes we do it with bedtime stories, sometimes we do it with discussions, sometimes tonight we're going to do a, do a little something different. Uh, not super different, but it'll be like a bedtime story. Uh, or, you know, something similar. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play on this podcast. What we're going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside any racing thoughts, any holiday-related planning thoughts, any critical thoughts, any um, super thoughts of, you know, thoughts of greatness. And, and those can be enjoyable, but they can also be distracting. Anything that's keeping you up, that's running through your brain, I'm going to distract you from that. You can take a breath, and you can just listen to me talk. There's no agenda here, but a little bit of fun and a whole lot of me talking in a friendly way that is both lulling, soothing, and boring. And maybe if you can't fall asleep, it's like I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm similar to a cat purring, but a person talking, possibly. Possibly not either. Well, that's a podcast that's here to help you fall asleep. I hope it works for you. If it does, you know, give it a couple episodes, try it. If it doesn't work for you and it doesn't amuse you, I hope you find something that does. Uh, either amuse you or put you to sleep. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get a hold of me, dearest scooter, at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can, uh, I'm on Twitter, at dearest scooter. I don't know what I just said, honestly. Feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com is the email. I think I'll still get it if you send it to dearest scooter at sleepwithmepodcast.com, though. Uh, dearest scooter on Twitter. Sorry, I went into some fugue state again. Uh, feedback. Let's see. <laughs> My brain. I don't know what's going on with it. Uh, Facebook is Sleep With Me Podcast. Uh, I'm, in a to- I'm totally grounded right now or something. I don't know why I'm having trouble. But that's ways to get a hold of me. Put bloopers on Facebook. I try to post sleep-related articles. Uh, Deb L's been tweeting me nice articles, so I've just been retweeting those. And that that would that's working good. A little Reese, uh, uh, un you know un un unknown need I had for Twitter stuff. So if you want a couple other people out there, I want to be like Deb. You see a nice sleeper article, really sleep related article? Just tweet it at me, and I'll retweet it. Uh, as long as it's not some link bait garbage. <laughs> but that's sorry for that harshness against link bait. If you're a link baiter, I don't even know if is that what it's called. Clickbait, I think it's called, not link bait. I, I could do link bait, maybe. Sound, anything with bait is probably a bad idea. So that's the podcast summary. Uh, I'm going to do some quick thank yous, and then we'll talk about tonight's show. Hey, I just want to say some thank yous. I want to thank Chris Postal, Chrissy Pooh, for making the music for this podcast over at soundslikeanearful.com. I want to thank the Lord and the Lady of the Podcast for always being so Lord and Lady-like. I want to thank Scott, trending up always, Scott and Jennifer, for their artwork for the podcast. The Defrenestrator for watching over the podcast and the Lord and the Lady. And for just being a champion, but, but, but not just in belt alone, in actions and words. I just want to thank uh, some new listeners. I want to thank Andrea G. and Genghis from Twitter, Chris W., Elizabeth S., Justin T. over at Facebook, and then Connor, Ethan, and Becky, all for your emails. Sorry, I'm, it's taking me a little bit while to get back to emails and messages. I'm just um, be a freaking, uh, you know, things. This living life stuff is not... We, we, I mean, what, why, why, what's, when you, I try to make sure I sleep enough. Again, the a tangent, I'm trying to get through this intro, but it's like, you need to sleep and then you need to be efficient. Don't, don't, don't sacrifice sleep for efficiency. So 
But I apologize. I'm, I'm working on getting back in touch with everybody that's reached out to me. Uh, international reviews. I want to thank some international reviewers. I want to thank uh, Dee Dee, Mike, and the boys from Canada. Uh, first year of university, five classes. Holy mackerel. Deity, Mike, you're going to need a deity. So that's Mike from Canada. I want to thank Beggars69. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's an image in my mind. Uh, from the UK, thank you for your wonderful review. You don't know how it works, neither, neither do I. I'm just glad it helps you helps you sleep. Banana Fish, 1978, from Canada. Wow, this is a seriously wonderful review here. Thank you. I'm glad the podcast works for you. Sorry, I went into another fugue state. Hagelina, did I already thank you, Hagelina? If, if so, I'm going to thank you again because I love saying Hagelina, my little Hagelina. My, my, you do all my haggling for me, and I can see you in your babushka. That's Hagelina from the UK. Oh, uh, Mad Huvati. Mad Huvati. Mad Huvati. Mad Huvati. Mad Huvati, is that right, from Norway? I hope that's right. Your uh, review came in in Norwegian. Thank you. Very nice. From what I can tell, I try to do my O's like that. I try to do European letters because my handwriting's so bad. Or numbers. I guess that's the numbers. Let's see what else we got here. USA, USA. I'm not sure. I know this is from another country. I'm not sure which one, though. Blurring, said the podcast, is amazing. And if you like this, if you find the sound of silence deafening, this might be the podcast for you. That's paraphrase. But thank you. Uh, thank you so much for all your reviews, all your feedback, interactions, fun stuff. And uh, just a little note, uh, guys, I know a lot of you must have been talking about the podcast over Thanksgiving because Sunday's episode is by far the most popular. Well, by far, it looks like it's going to be the most popular, but, you know, trending numbers – uh, according to the ticker tape, says, you are all t- telling people about the podcast. And I said, hey, listen, I don't know about you, but four days off uh, uh, to make Sunday night pretty creepy for sleep situations. So thank you so much. And uh, if, if you want to help the podcast, uh, this is the new initiative, I think, here. I just thought of add one listener. That's all you got to do if you hear my voice. You can add one listener. Just find one person you know and say, hey, check this. You, you, you just keep your ears open, your eyes peeled for someone that's like, they either look terrible <laughs> or they say they can't sleep or you review the podcast, whatever you can do. I just want one more person to listen that needs the podcast as opposed to 80,000 people that don't, you know, that are like, oh, this boy, this guy, he's, uh, you know. I mean, I'm sure a team of scientists in Norway is already listening to this podcast. Speech pathologists, and they'll, you know, they'll get their due. They'll get their freaking theses and uh, abstracts going about me, and that's fine. That's fine. But I want to actually help some people too. I mean, that'll help people. That research on all my disorders will help people eventually. But that'll be the researchers helping people, not me. I'll just be a test study. So anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Thanks for communicating. And I uh, hope I'll, I'll help you fall asleep. All right, guys. Uh, uh, quick. This is, so tonight's uh, Sunday night. It's around uh, something p.m. And normally I would do a meditation here or trending Twitter Tuesdays. And I had one all set to go. Or, you know, I was planning on doing it tonight. But then, but then life kind of happens, I guess. I don't know. Not life happens. Uh, this is like good news, bad news, depending on who you are. We will do a meditation or a trending episode on Thursday because we had a, it's just, it was the Thanksgiving holiday and some things came up that uh, we're still having an episode. So don't worry. This is still an episode. You probably know that because you could see that it was however many minutes it's going to be. But uh, what happened was, so Thursday, was Thanksgiving. It's Sunday now. And there's the big Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, right? And usually I record it. I watch it. It's a Thanksgiving tradition for many people. 
I prefer to watch it on delay so I can skip the commercials. So I was outside on Thanksgiving morning or, you know, 10 or 11 o'clock. I see Ray, my next-door neighbor, and I say, hey, Ray, happy Thanksgiving. You know, I say, hey, buddy, blah, 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 you know. And I said, what are you doing? And he said, tells me. And then I say, uh, you want to come over and watch a little bit of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? And his face just changed, and he ignored me almost. I said, Ray, you want to watch some of the Thanksgiving Day Parade, Macy's? I taped it, and he ignored me again, and then he just walked into his house. And I was like, that's weird. And then I ended up playing with my dog and doing some stuff, and then I had Thanksgiving stuff. So I didn't end up – I watched it like about – 15 minutes of the parade, and then uh, I was like, well, I'll watch it. You know, maybe I won't watch it this year. I don't know. And then I saw Ray again Friday morning, and I said, hey, Ray, uh, I caught him. I cornered him, too. He was coming in from getting his paper or something. And I said, hey, Ray, uh, how was your Thanksgiving? He's wonderful, you know, whole nine yards. He told me all about it. And then I said, uh, you know, what happened yesterday? I was asking about the parade, the Macy's Parade. And, I, you know, you ignored me, and he just, again, goes into this. But he's caught because I'm blocking his path back to his house. So he's like, uh, uh, I don't watch that parade. And I said, what? I said, you're from New York, man. Like, I thought you were from Parkchester. I don't want to have someone like the parade. And I said, what, you don't like the parade? You don't. And I said, well, you know, what happened? He said, well, it's private. I don't want it going on the podcast. And I said, sure, tell me all about it. And I said, uh, is this related to the belly dancer? He said, yes. So that's all I can say about what. But I said, um, we got talk. I said, let's go in and get a cup of coffee. Come on. And I said, what do you think about this? Uh, we'll do some like inversion therapy or aversion therapy or exposure therapy. He said, what's that? I said, I don't know. I'm not a therapist. But I've heard those words before. It's where we expose you to your fear. And I'll be here with you. And, uh, you know, I'll walk you through the parade. We'll just watch it together. And uh, maybe that'll help overcome your fear of the parade. Now, any other fears we discuss that are private, that are for a discussion on the podcast, we'll, we won't worry about those. Because especially when you're dealing with um, amateur science with the mental brain, you, you probably don't want to risk just a general parade phobia, avoidance therapy situation. Uh, was come, you know, I was like, that's probably all I'm not qualified for, and I don't want to. You know, and so Ray said, okay, I think, and he said, do you mind if I bring the Gregor? And oh boy, this is a whole nother situation. I'm gonna bring Gre- uh, Ray and and the Gregor, but what happened was I don't know if you guys listen to Sunday's episode all the way through, but somehow with the magic, the podcast, and the. What I think has been happening, I think there's a leak in the fantasy fiction machine. Maybe that's how the whole uh, – maybe there's been a leak the whole time and that's how the ticker tape machine worked. But so I was talking about the mountain and the next thing you know, the mountain's sitting here in the in the recording the podcast with me. No, no, I didn't do anything. I swear I did not travel to the Game of Thrones universe and pull them out. I would never do that. I don't want – and end up not – going terribly with the mountain but anyway i sent him out and then i was like i gotta figure out how to get him back before george r, r. martin finds out about he both the even the uh and i don't think it was the actor because that would have been weird i don't even know who he is to be honest with you i'm sorry sir because you do a great job but uh so but then he ended up start him and uh, he ended up staying at race because i was like I had sworn vengeance against him, and plus I was like, Ray's way nicer. And then Ray comes, let me just bring Ray in. Let me bring Ray in. I think he's going to have the mountain with him, but we only have one mic anyway, so I don't know how this is going to work. So I'll put a, take a break. I'll be right back. Hello. Hello, it's your friend Ray. I'm uh, here on the mic here, and uh, we're going to talk about the uh, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Happy Thanksgiving to y'all. I am so thankful that uh, my neighbor here started his little podcast, Little Andy's Podcast. And I'm just happy. I'm sorry, Scooter. I thought you outed who you were. It's okay. And it's going to be a little bit different tonight because uh, usually I come on and talk Disney. 
And I don't know between now and the holidays, what up? But I'm so glad to be on the Now, what, let me tell you, I know he set it up a little bit, but let me tell you, I have not watched this parade since I don't even know. Do you know how many years this parade's been on the air? Uh, in fact, I don't, right? I should have known. You should, he should have known if it was like the 63rd or the 33rd parade. But I, I don't know. At some point in my life, I said to this parade, just leave me alone. I never want to see you again. And you, you, you bring up the terrible dreams and the terrible situations for Ray. And I just want to avoid your parade. You remind me of gloomier days and scarier things. And my neighbor said to me, Ray, why don't you sit down and we'll watch the parade together. And we'll, 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 you know, I don't know. Maybe your fears aren't realistic. You're such a, Ray, you're the best. The listeners think you're the best. Thank you, by the way. And uh, why don't you sit down? We'll do the show. We'll just watch the parade and then we can talk about it. And maybe you'll be thinking about what you're going to say about the parade so you won't be so nervous. And what I tell you, folks, it worked. This podcast is healing me as it helps you sleep. And now I'm like, well, I have some objections to the parade, but we could talk about that when it comes up. But, oh, and my new friend, the Gregor, is here with me. And uh, Ray, his name's not the Gregor. Have we talked about this? If George R. Okay. He says uh, it's not the Gregor, but it is. Do you want to say hi, Gregor? I say hi to to what? This thing? The Gregor. Hello again. I, uh, the, uh, this is the Gregor. I hit to talk about it. Okay. Okay. Good job, buddy. Um, that's the Gregor. Okay. Ray, I got to get on the mic. Okay. Um, Ray, like I said, he can't. His name is Sir Gregor. Or the mountain, not... I no, no longer mountain. No, no. I no longer mountain. I the Gregor from now on. I, I, the Gregor. No, no, no mountain, no more mountain. Mountain, uh, I like the Gregor, not the mountain. Oh, jeez. Ray, if George R. Mountain... Now you got me saying George R. Mountain instead of... If George R. R. Martin finds, how are we going to bring him back for the next season if he's calling himself the Gregor? Well, I just figured that, uh, you know, like the Ricka, like I said, uh, how you doing? He shows up in my yard, by the way, folks. This uh, Andy, he sends the Gregor out into the, uh, because he's working on the last show or whatever. He's wandering around my yard. He's eating, uh, what do you call those, orange things? What are those called again? Persimmons. Uh, he's eating persimmons off the ground and asking me if they're uh, elf heads or some such thing. I don't know. And I said, come in out. You know, it's raining. Come in in the house. What's your name? He says, the Gregor. I didn't know he said Sir Gregor because he, he says, go ahead. What's your... Uh, the Gregor. See? He's the Gregor. Just like, remember Silver Spoons? I, I don't know. I barely remember Silver Spoons, Ray. Um, and I think this podcast can be do better if we just keep the crosstalk. Like, I've never done three people in this like this. Um, but he, I, I remember the silver spoons. Here we stand face to face. Catch a couple of silver spoons. Open to find two of a ca- Taking it off. I bet you're not together. We're going to find. What you, Ray, you know what? And what Sir Gregor watched Silver Spoons. Ice, Silver Spoons. I like the train. I like to have a train for me. Okay, that's not good, Ray. Because, okay, don't worry, it'll be fine. I'll talk to George R. Martin myself. I'll take the blame. And uh, we'll get it all, we'll get it sorted out, okay? The Gregor's the best. He's like the Ricker on Silver Spoons, is what I was trying to say. Let's all calm it down a bit. I will take control of the podcast. I'll take the mic, and I'll throw it to you guys when you're ready. Okay, let's all calm down. Gregor, are you ready? Talk parade, I love. I go talk. Come on. Oh, oh come on, Mike. Oh, talk parade, ready. And, yeah, I guess I'm ready, Ray. Okay, well, let's talk the parade now. First off, I want to talk about what's everybody's favorite. Andy, it's your podcast. What was your favorite part about the parade? What was your high points of the parade? 
Uh, Ray, my, my favorite parts of the parade were uh, actually towards the beginning. I really liked when Al Roker was interviewing Amy Cool, K-U-L-E, I believe. She's the executive producer of the parade. And then they had uh, the Little League World Series pitcher uh, Monet Davis there. I thought that was both touching and uh the executive producer was trying to read off the teleprompter, and then I was imagining what it would be like. I was like, man, we could make a web series or a short series or even a TV. This would make a good show, the parade producer. Uh, so my, my imagination was spinning off about what this woman's life was like. And I also liked yeah, that they gave some love to this young baseball player who uh, was kind of breaking the gender barrier with her high-speed pitches. and, and So that, that was my favorite part. Okay. Gregor, Gregor, what, what was your favorite part of the parade? And okay. The part of the parade is uh, the curling. Uh, but I do not like the band, you know, the big thing in this case. There are no like that. Uh, my, my wife and my father, because that's my favorite. Okay, thank you, Gregor. You go over there. Okay, so uh, those were those guys' favorite parts of the parade. Now I think I'll just uh, I'll take over from here. Now my favorite part, folks, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'll just uh, we'll get to it when we get to it. How's that? How's that sound, everybody? When we get to my favorite part, it's coming up right away, and I think you know may know what it is. You may not, but the parade opens with these sailors out on the street there. And they're talking, and then they're like, New York, New York. And it's from the Broadway production on the town. And they were singing New York, New York. It was a lovely number, like singing, dancing. They had special effects. It was like they were coming to the parade. I loved that. Then you had your little Al Roker parade producer, parade hero moment that you you were talking about. Monet Davis and the uh, the Tony Dragons, I think they were called. And then the next thing you know, we got uh, Tony Dan. Now, another thing I liked was uh, that you had it on your DVR, so we did not have to watch the commercials. Because holy friggin' moly, maybe that was one of the things that subconsciously drew me away from the parade, was there's a lot of commercials. But then we have Tony Danza, who looks wonderful, wonderful Tony Danza, you look wonderful. And he was singing this Vegas song. And then uh, you had a guy that looked like Fredo from Godfather 2 there doing a little singing along with Tony Danza, singing about Vegas. And then you had uh, the guy that looks like he was in the boy band once upon a time. Do you know who I'm talking about, Andy? Uh, yeah, right. It's uh, Joey. Um, whew, I don't know. I can't remember if he was in Backstreet Boys or... Uh, um, Backstreet Boys or, man, I don't know the other one even, um, but he's really good. He's good in Broadway. He's a great personality. I like him. I just don't know. His name will come to me, uh, but I think it's Joey something. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for nothing. I thought at least you would have looked that up because I told you to. So we had Tony Danza, and then we had one of your fa I thought this was going to be your favorite part. Now, one thing that may... Maybe Ray's uh, old-fashioned, but I guess then you were saying that's not old-fashioned, is that the NBC was using it to feature a lot of the stars on the shows. And I said, well, this is a little bit too much commercialization for Ray. But then you even look, there's so many layers of advertising going on at the parade that you don't even know what's real or what you're feeling. So maybe that's why I'm, I had all these confusions in the past. But... You said, oh, well, this is, you remember when they used to have specials about the prime time, you know, the Saturday morning kickoff specials. You love that stuff. Yeah, right. Uh, thank you. Um, I do. I mean, I don't know if it was as deft at this because it was kind of like they were pretending a little bit. But I really liked the Ken Marino. Uh, he was a member of the state. He just comes across at least as a very nice person. He's always very cheery. He's always been very successful. He uh, is very uh, charismatic, photogenic, which makes me intensely jealous of him because he's hilarious and he's got all these things. And he's got a show called Marry Me. And they had this night moment. He hugged Al, which I thought was great. 
He uh, also had a picture, I think, of his mom and his sister at the parade or working in the parade or volunteering in the parade. So all in all, I think that was a, another great moment, but plus I just like Ken Marino. And I think he's taking a lot of different risks and put himself out there. So I'm happy for him that he has a primetime show. Okay, great, great. So that was Ken Marino pimping out his show, uh, which which he did good. Uh, some of the other people. Uh, and there was another moment, which was good. We'll get to that. So then we had another Broadway number, Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder. And then you were, you said you fell in love with the woman in the maroon, correct? Uh, no, not me. No, no, not you, Gregor. Yeah. Well, yeah, I did. I did, but you Okay. Oh, you you don't want to come on the mic every time. Okay. Uh, so that was a, she was very beautiful. I I would agree with that. That was a nice number. Then we had another number from Sideshow, but uh, there was some problem with the DVR there, so we didn't really get any of the music. But I could say that Sideshow-related musicals are always enjoyable. So I'm looking for. I I do so miss living in New York. And being able to see on the great white way or shows before they make it to Broadway or get in the tickets at the TKTS window. or I, I don't Do they still have that thing? Is it still out there in the middle of Times Square or has that gone away? I don't know. And uh, just lovely. And I miss Broadway so much. And I know it's not affordable anymore. I don't know that it ever was. But, oh, my heart aches for that Broadway. And so that sideshow made me think of that, how much I miss it. And then, ladies and gentlemen, we had Ray's favorite part of the parade, a little S-T-I-N-G, Sting, singing from uh, from his show, The Last Ship, which I do not, I had no idea there would be one Sting, two, that he has a Broadway musical, and three, not only did he write it, possibly, I don't know, but that he's going to star in it for a, a, probably a limited period of time. But, oh, my goodness, Sting looks, he made, you thought Tony Dancer looked good. I bet you they're the same age. Sting, Sting looks like about $4 million. And uh, they had, the, that was a beautiful, beautiful song. Very Broadway, very seedy underbelly love story set up. I would, I if I had the money, and I didn't spend it going to these Disney parks, I would fly to Broadway to see Sting. But probably it's going to be out. I mean, that's probably way too much money. And Gregor, you did you like that part with the? You got Gregor, come over here to the microphone. Oh, oh yes. Uh, people, the uh, people from the pub. Um, Gregor, no, go in the pub, no allowed. Father said no, but, you know. But uh, look, I like, I like. Okay, thank you, thank you. That's the Gregor, by the way, folks, the Gregor. Uh, so we had that sting. It was just, it's still with me. I asked, I rewatched it three or four times. He looked great. He moved, he danced, he sang. He had his little buzz cut going. He had a fake, uh, fake uh, peacoat, which was brilliant uh, costuming by whoever does the costumes because it was thin. I could tell it, it was thin enough that he wouldn't get too hot sting, you know, and he had to move around. But, oh, that was great. And then we had another ad or two for, uh, in there for uh, NBC shows, but they had this blacklist one. And there was these two guys, I forget the first guy's name, but they were from the blacklist. They look like very good, nice nice boys. But the one Ryan Eggold, he said uh, Al Roca, I believe, was like, well, tell us the secrets of the show so you lose your job. And he said, uh, all I can tell you is that he's a guy and he's alive. And then uh, the guy was like, uh, well, you know, so I thought that was nice. And they hugged each other. That's always hugging is always nice. A little piece of advice if you're going to be on TV, give somebody a hug. Ken Marino, Ryan Eggold, you know, they, they gave each other, they gave other people hugs, okay? And don't be afraid to hug a man on TV. Come on now. Gregor, you would hug me on TV. What? 
What's that TV door? TV that window, magic window. I hug, hug the magic window, you see a break if I hug it. No, never mind, Gregor. Gregor, just just, just sit. Your body race here. Okay. No, no hug right now, right? No hug window. Yeah, okay. So that's the Gregor. Um, and then we had a, like a, a, we had an interview and then an advertisement for this Peter Pan Live. And I got to tell you, uh, I got to tell you, I liked the musical number. I'm not sure this Allison Williams is androgynous enough to be uh, Peter Pan, to be honest with you. And I know uh, Sandy Duncan might say I'm a beautiful woman and I'm not androgynous, and I would agree with that. But I guess I don't know. Maybe it's, I'm just old-fashioned and a fan of Sandy Duncan, uh, but I don't know. And then Christopher Walken as Captain Hook it seems like a great idea, but I saw the advertisement. He just looked like he didn't care. He was like, I'm Captain Hook, and I am not Sting. Why didn't they get Sting? Why Why, why don't you get Sting for Captain Hook? Now, I love Christopher Walken. I know you boys do, too. And I'll speak for you because it's easier with this one mic. But, yeah, so that's, I don't mean to bash any Peter Pan live people. And I know there's a lot of, you know, last year with, uh, what was the name, the country singer, the beautiful country singer? Do you know? The country? You sing? Which country sing? No, never mind, Greg. Are you still with us, Andy? Yeah, right. I don't know. Uh, Miranda Lambert, maybe? Carrie, Carrie uh, not Carrie Strug. Uh, oh, I almost had it. Okay, you're not doing well with the end names. So I know she got a little abuse and about acting and different things, but she's putting herself out there. And so, Allison Williams, I'm sorry. You're a beautiful woman, but I will withhold my judgment until I possibly see this Peter Pan live or on tape delay because we live in the West Coast. We had the Rockettes dancing away. That was lovely, but nothing... That stuck out to me. And then we had a a huge marching band from uh, North Carolina, well, Western Carolina. And uh, what did you say? You had you, This was something you, you really liked. You weren't, we weren't sure on the song. But what did you? Yeah, right. I loved the uh, purple. They had these beautiful purple drums. It was beautiful. It was very, um, I don't know if it was uh, NBC or the band that did that, but they just had this purple glow to them you 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 love the purple you get the purple christmas lights too you love purple uh, yeah i love purple gregor wants to say i put him i'm put better bear okay thank you gregor go you can sit over there till i call on you he's a purple purple he's gregor's still learning he's not a media savvy okay then we had the uh, old turkey uh, thing that's almost in every parade with the googly eyes. Then we had Thomas the Tank Engine, which they said was the heaviest and most helium float. And then we had the goldfish. Now you're warning me. I know you said don't say anything strange here. We had the goldfish float with Lucy Hale, who was a beautiful young woman. We have no idea. So we, you say, I can't say anything, only neutral. Well, that's just an appropriate thing to say, right? It's just a young girl, basically, saying, and that's all I said. I said she's a lovely young woman. Okay, I just want you, it's me, I need you to be media savvy, too, because it's my podcast. Have I ever said anything offensive about any women on the show? No. And if I compliment a young woman on a singing from Canada, I believe, country singer, great job. Goldfish, crackers, they could, you know, go to hell. But Lucy how good job. Okay, Ray. Okay, and then next up, we had some cowboy uh, wranglerettes, which were, I, I don't know about this either, folks. It seemed a little bit, uh, I don't know, I missed the beginning because I was using the restroom, but I don't know if they have anything to do with the Dallas Cowboys. That's one, because they had cowboy uniforms on a bit. And then why do you got to sit, why you got to come in and steal the Rockettes uh, thing? The Rockettes are already in there. Why you gotta call yourself the Wrangler, Wrangler, Wrangler? It's it's not a, it's not okay with Ray, and I don't want to judge people 
on assumptions, but I got a feeling. And Ray, don't say anything about Texas. That's like the, a big state. Well, I'm just saying that. What if they're like, well, we're the uh, Wranglerettes and you're the New York City. I don't like people that don't like New York, okay? I'm going to put it out there. I like everybody. But uh, every once in a while, I guess it's the parade that's getting to me already. So, uh, Gregor, let me look at your soft, nice face. Right, his face is neither soft nor nice. To me it is, okay? The Gregor is sitting there, and he's going to calm me. Okay, next up, we had the NHL float with the Madden brothers on there. Then Bacon Brothers, you are not. That's all I'll say about that. And then we had Snoopy and Woodstock up there in the sky. Very sweet, very uh, nostalgic. Then we had some band do a can-can, which I did not. I couldn't pick up the music. I couldn't identify it. And then we had the, you, you liked, this was another moment you you liked. You just wish there was a different song. We had the Dorothy float, which was nice. And then you had Becky G. Now, did you want to say something about this Becky G? Well, I just said, uh, hey, uh, it's me. So I, I like shower better is what I said. So I was like, oh, man, but that other song she sang, well, oh, no, that's singing in the shower again. I love that song. But the other song she sang, it was like something out of like a Disney animated movie. It felt like, like out of Lion King or something. It was good, a little epic. But I guess it's an epic parade. And this brings up another point, Ray, while I'm on the mic, is uh, what's with the Christmas car- lack of Christmas carols? They did some in the second half. or th- I guess the parade was in thirds. So in the last third, they had some Christmas carols. But why wasn't, why wasn't Lucy Hale or... Uh, Becky G singing because I remember again someone's name I'm not gonna remember but I remember uh like singing uh what's that it wasn't Christina Aguilera it was someone else last Christmas you gave me my heart and the very it wasn't George Michael obviously it was like a reboot very next day you gave it away this and this was like three or four years ago and it just captured my heart. Uh, even though I don't remember the artist's name, um, I think she was on Disney Channel, but it wasn't um, the pe- one people are talking about a lot. Um, I don't know. I'm not good with names. So I just wondered why was – and I don't, I don't think it's a war on Christmas thing. But you know, Ray? Well, it's just that's the thing that was getting me a little bit out of shape about this parade here. Is what, what, are you trying to sell you songs? If uh, Miss uh, Becky G, why can't you sing a Christmas carol? Why don't you just sing a freaking goldfish song? I like goldfish. Okay. Uh, Gregor, am I upsetting you? What's that? The fish. What is that? Do we eat fish now? No, never mind, Gregor. It's okay. But then, after Becky G was the Sesame Street float, and you were yelling, Hi, Big Bird. Hi, Maria. And I thought that was very cute. And he really was, folks. He was he was like, look, right. He grabbed my, my thigh in a non-sexual way. But I grabbed my thigh. He said, look at how yellow Big Bird is. And there's Maria. And there's Oscar and the Count. And uh, you said some other names. I wasn't listening. And then they started singing a song. Now, I think the young woman in the Sesame Street, uh, she looked maybe in your age range. What do you think about, you know, going out with her? You're talking to Gregor, right? No, she's cute. She's wicked cute. But uh, I don't think I'm going to be dating anyone from Sesame Street. I think they filmed that in New York or Children's. Okay, he's not going to date her. But if you're listening... Young woman on Sesame Street that looked like about 28 to 34 years old. Think about it, okay? Gregor, what it, you, oh, you're already in love. Gregor has someone he's, he's, he's sweet on to from the show. I mean, I liked it how they, they threw it to the Count. He would, Count is always funny, or whatever he does. Then we had this Diary of a Wimpy Kid float, which, uh, well, Gregor, you did not like that, did you? Uh, so the big white king, white sky man, white sky man, no good. Okay, come, come over. White, well, white sky man, no good. There's a bad news. Okay, so we try, you know, Greg is learning what uh, 
Then we had another advertisement for uh, Goldie Blocks, which basically look like Tinker Toys, but they changed the colors to think that girls today are not uh, savvy consumers. Uh, a bit of an insult, if you ask me. And then they had Megan Trainer on there, which, again, lovely voice, but why not sing a Christmas carol? Or uh, non, you know, even like a a, a, a sexual in, innuendo Christmas song like uh, Andy was singing earlier. I don't understand it. I, I just don't. And then we had uh, some uh, nice little dance troupe from New Orleans, uh, the Baby Doll Ladies, I think they were called. They did a nice little show. And then I think we had another spot we all agreed on was lovely on more than one level. We had Miss USA today. No, it's just Miss USA. Today. Oh, Miss USA, Nia Sanchez, Miss New York, I believe, originally, which is a nice touch. And then we had this man, William Blake, singing. Now, he must have been listening to us because he sings not, he doesn't even, he says, you know, it's too early for a Christmas carol, but I'm in the spirit and I'm singing a Thanksgiving carol. And I don't know what it was, but it was about gravy and eating and Thanksgiving. And that was lovely. So thank you, William Blake, because that was just a, a lovely little thing you did for us. And then we had where Ray starts to lose his patience because they had the Ronald McDonald. They First they talk about the Universal, which one day Ray will go to Universal Studios, hopefully. And I would not mind to see this uh, Macy's Parade they were talking about. But then they had Ronald McDonald in a shoe car. Then we had the Ronald McDonald shoe car, which, Greg, you thought that was funny, correct? Uh, yes, uh, yeah. uh, uh, brothel shoe. Giant brothel shoe from Giant Brothel Woman. Running, running, running shoe. <laughs> it's a brothel shoe. It's like a brothel in a shoe, eh? Eh, eh Gregor? You'd like that, huh? I'd like a brothel shoe. It's an inside shoe. Brothel? Okay, go ahead and sit down. And then they had a... All these Ronald McDonald kids and this uh, giant skates on the 76-foot balloon of Ronald McDonald, I believe. And they say, are they trying to pass it? Oh, this is a wellness for all children. Oh, boy. I just, I, I don't know. I had trouble swallowing that one. Then we had a Planus Peanut car with Mr. Peanut, which, uh, and they said that they got three of these driving across the country to how, harness the power of peanuts. And I said, oh, well, it's already called a Wienermobile. Oscar Mayer's had them driving around for years. So just, that's junk. And then we have, uh, okay, let's keep getting the kids more sick. Then we had Cracker Jacks. And then they had the band, the American Authors. And they did not realize they were on the air, I noticed, and that they were supposed to be lip syncing. And then they sang a nice little um, generic tune, Best Day of My Life. And then uh, we had Hello Kitty, who was 40 years old. Happy birthday to Hello Kitty. But Hello Kitty is very popular underwear. Did you ever notice that on adults? Did you ever notice that? Ray, that's a... No. I'm talking about women in their 30s are wearing Hello Kitty underwears. That's Ray, it's just not the Thanksgiving parade talk. Okay, he's... Uh, Gregor, what do you think? What's underwear? What is underwear? Underwear. Okay, thank you, Gregor. But Hello Kitty was in a plane... Uh, Gregor, you remember that you're still by the mic. You could talk again about the plane, the cat in the plane. I said, they, they, they cat you shoving the toy and throw it in the sky. That's what they did. And that's no nice to throw a cat. Cat, little creature can't fight. No, 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 don't do that. Don't, don't, no throw a cat in the sky. Well, good boy. Right, Gregor. See, Gregor's, yeah, yeah Gregor, yeah, you're the best. The Gregor. And the, the Hello Kitty's uh, slogan, I guess, is you can never have too many friends, which Ray usually believes. Then we had some sort of uh, smart ship. They were saying this is the first smart cruise ship. And they had Nick Jonas singing. It, uh, it had this climbing apparatus with no climbers. And I was like, isn't is Nick Jonas supposed to be on the top of this thing? And they moved him. What, what? It was a set piece. I didn't understand why it was there. Then Nick Jonas is singing, and the snow is coming down, and I just thought that was so nice. And uh, very, very, Nick Jonas has got good timing because the snow is coming down while he's singing. 
But again, as you said, it would have been nice if he was singing a uh, a carol or a, a Christmas-related song, uh, maybe something, you know, new or old. But yeah, I don't understand it. And then we had a lovely, that Bahama All-Stars youth band. And again, Ray doesn't want to get political, but I did not appreciate the way the Today Show people were talking about these young people. Even when you say at-risk youth, you you need to define what it means because it's almost a little bit of an offensive term to me personally when, when you're labeling youth in that way. And I don't know, and I just didn't like it. They said, oh, well, we're teaching these youth how to behave or some nonsense. Excuse me, youth can choose how to behave, okay? They need to be making their own decisions. You can't force how you're... Oh, boy. I just got... I'm bent out of shape about this whole Ferguson thing's got me in a tizzy and angry. Ray is angry, politically angry, and upset. And then you watch this parade with all this uh, commercial garbage, and you think, when do we stop? Isn't Hello Kitty say you can never have too many friends? And we got people passing away and being killed. It's not okay. But I'll move on to the parade. I'll just numb myself to the fact that I have brothers and sisters out there who are being abused. It's all. I'm not going to stop you, Ray. That's fine. I I believe the same thing you do. Okay, thank you. That's all I'll say, okay? And we need to be thankful um, that we live in a country where at least I guess we can express these things. Not everybody's going to hear it. And again, you may may disagree with Ray. I didn't even say anything of substance. But I'm just a little bit, I'm just uh, on edge, I guess I would say. And then we had, uh, what, what did you call it, a WTF moment. What the fuck is this shit? moment, he says, because we had Mother Nature riding a flamingo, which was just strange. And then we, we're like, okay, you have Mother Nature, right? She's supposed to be the nature of Mother on one float. And then right behind it, you have a friggin' SeaWorld float, people. I don't know what the hell this, uh, I don't know if we were getting, we, we would just say we were getting trolled or something. I was like, what the fuck is this? You got the SeaWorld behind Mother Nature? And you have the the audacity to still have a Shamu up there. What what are you people doing? I mean, good gravy. And then they obviously couldn't get a singer because they have two uh, people up there waving or some such thing. And again, I, I, Ray loves theme parks. But if you're going to have animals in theme parks, treat them. Don't give them benz, benzos and try to pass it off like you're treating them well. Either treat them well or, or don't treat them at all, okay? Just, you know, wow, right, this is really going uh, political here. Yeah, it is a little political. This uh, parade is making me political. Then maybe this is why you shouldn't expose me to this Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade. Yeah, great. Dave, why don't you? I, okay, you guys, um, you guys see my mad. Uh, when, 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 when McGregor get mad, he smash. You, uh, you need to be smash. Okay, thank you, Gregor. Gregor, you're the the best. Tension relieved. Then we had Paddington the Bear, which I put something in parentheses, which I cannot read. Oh, Mountain, did you say something about the bear in the sky? Oh, it's a flying bear. There's a flying bear in the sky. Strange. How we get there? Okay, yeah. Okay, this this mountain with the balloons. He was having trouble with the balloons. And then we had a, a, a Chinese float. They use the term Far East. I don't think you use that term anymore. And then they were, it was by the Sino-American Friendship Association. It was very nice. Now, I love, we live in the Bay Area. We have plenty of wonderful Chinese celebrations, Chinese New Year. But it was nice they had the uh, dragons. And that's when you yelled at uh, dragons, right, uh, Gregor? Yes, a dragon, pretend dragon for dragon celebration. Uh, we have that at uh, at, at my uh, at my town when I was a child. We do the dragon like that. Also, see, the Chinese in the uh, wherever the Gregor's from, uh, Mole's town or whatever, they had the same celebrations. Then we had the red hot mamas fighting ageism by uh, reinforcing stereotypes that all old people have. Uh, walkers which we do not 
And yes, I consider myself an older adult, and I do not need to fight ageism with my words. I fight it with my actions. Uh, and uh, and I guess now I'm I'm in a fighting mood. My, all my time with the Grega has stirred up something in me about uh, this way of life we have. Maybe I'll change. Maybe I won't. I don't know. Maybe it's just the mood I'm in. Okay. Well, I'm gonna take a. I'm t- I took a. I'm take a. I took a deep breath there. But then we had uh, the Hess truck with the Vamps, which was some sort of Canadian boy band, and they were singing "Stop," and so was I. Believe it or not. Then we had the Power Ranger in the sky with uh, the Dino Charge. They said coming soon. And then we had uh, a band doing a journey to the center of the earth, marching band. And we had the Pirate's Booty Pirate and Crunchy the Parrot, which, uh, Gregor, you liked that. Oh, it's so funny. They have ship-bound people. There's a, they're from the cross, dread across the narrow sea. I crush them. Right. Good job, Gregor. Gregor's going to crush the uh, narrow sea Crunchy the Parrot. That's uh, just popcorn, though, Gregor, I think. I don't, to be honest, folks, I don't know if I've had any pirate's booty. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, one Halloween, I believe I did have a, uh, but we w- we won't talk about it in the air because he's giving me a look, little Andy. And then we had, uh, I can't reach a writing, Solomon Carpenter or something from Girl Meets World singing. That was nice. And then things went wrong with Gregor and the parade because they had this toothless monster in the sky Okay, Gregor, it's okay. It's okay. He said, Gregor, come here. We'll talk about it. I know, like, uh, the dark dragon sky, but milk castles. Okay, I don't. I used to fight things, but no fight a dragon. Those, they, 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 they come, they no fight fair. Okay, as uh, my father used to tell me, dragon come like that and take me. Okay, go ahead. It's okay, Gregor. So that was that toothless monster. And then we had the uh, the the circus. We had the uh, Cirque du Soleil sleeping, sleeping. They were all sleeping when they first got there. And it was the Dream Seeker. And they said that was the longest float. And they had a villain on right. What did you think of that, Scooter? You're like in the zeitgeist. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Uh, and I was trying to, I, I noticed there was like on the right, there was like someone, I was like, is that the villain? Is that the Dream Seeker? Is the Dream Seeker good? Is the Dream Seeker bad? Like the Cirque du Soleil, I love circuses, but I, well, or like uh, stuff like that, but I also have trouble following the plots. So I, that was like, I was like a little bit lost. Okay, well, yeah, that makes sense. Good job. And then we had another one. And after this, Greg had to go for a walk because they had this lava thing called the Erupta from Skylanders. And he was some sort of hot lava piece. And Greg, you remember the lava ball? I said, no, he's a guy from Dragon. And then a monster come. He's a fire monster. I have nightmare about fire monster. Okay, it's okay, Greg. Go ahead and tell the people about it to help them. Okay, he's a ball of It's a lava. It's from the, uh, the, the dome. They come. It split up, split up in earth. Come out. Lava is I go and bad. It make make mountain more like. Okay, good job, Gregor. And then we had the sprout float with. Uh, it looked like they were missing a performer up on the balcony, but then they had they were singing "Be Thankful and Kind," and they had a chicken doing the DJ, which was very nice. And they said something like the punchlines "A little kindness goes," which was very nice. And then we had a strange guitar flow with Dan and Shay, which I did not understand. Then we had Spider-Man, which nice again, nice nostalgia. Then we had a Mount Rushmore float, which uh, I was just wondering if that's fracking oil money paying for that or not. I'm just curious because that's from South Dakota where there's a lot of oil money, a new oil, oil boom there. And then they had... I think there was some confusion whether the song was brother and the band was need to breathe or the band was brother and the song was the band was need to breathe and the song was brother. I could not understand that. Then good gracious 
It was both sad and it was both hilarious. They had Kiss. Now, I don't know if this is the real Gene Simmons, but I first, of course, noticed he couldn't even stand for the whole time. He had some sort of thing to sit on, and he was, oh, boy, this was just, uh, it was just strange, and they were lip-syncing, and they were, uh, I don't know. And then on top of it, the, the, it's like, oh, this this uh, float is sponsored by the Spirit, Spirit of America, Okay. Now, if it were when Kiss was actually a popular band and on the edge, you, you people would want to throw them in jail. And now you're like, oh, now that they're old and nostalgized and, and, and not so edgy and they have reality shows about being mean to each other, now you want to say, oh, this is the spirit of America. Oh, boy. And then we had uh, Float, Finn, and Jake. This was when Gregor was out for his walk. And I would have to check on him every once in a while to make sure he didn't, you know, get into any trouble. But you said you like the Finn and Jake Adventure Time. Yeah, well, I, I, uh, I, I've heard interviews with some of the writers on there, and they seem real cool. Uh, so yeah, okay, well that's nice, nice for them. And there was like Need for Air or something was singing there. And then we had the ba- another band, and this poor young girl, she fell down, and I felt so bad for her. Because there's always an event like this, and someone's got to take a tumble or do something a little bit embarrassing. And this poor girl, she fell down on live television, and she may even have got hurt. I don't know. But she got back up. She finished her dance. So I just wanted to know, even though she won't be hearing this, that I, I feel bad for her. And I, anybody, to be honest, if if she does hear this and anyone's picking on her, I will send the Gregor. To her house, right? You can't send, you can't send the Gregor to do anything. He's got to get back to his own universe. And oh well, I will. If you're bullying, you'll be bullied by the Gregor, the Mountain. Right, Gregor? I uh, you the young girl fall down. You say mean to her, Gregor Crush. Right, correct. And then we had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and some band, so that's TMNT or something, and then a band MKTO, I believe. And those turtles were excellent, excellent dances, I noticed. Very good dancing by the Ninja Turtles. Very good dancing by the Ninja Turtles. And then we had another uh, embarrassing moment for the United States, this Kool-Aid man who could fit... 11,000 gallons of poison in him to uh, poison our youth as parading down. And then we had another uh, Spirit of America dance group doing some dance to a song that was not excellent called the Video Game Salute. And I I like video games, don't get me wrong. But come on, people, get some nuance here with the Spirit of America supposed to be doing things, not... Oh, never mind. Then we had Pikachu from uh, uh, Naruto or some such thing. I don't think it's Naruto. I think it's uh, Pokemon from Pokemon. And then we had a Big Apple float with some lovely singing by Romeo Santos, which, again, it would have been nice for a little... uh, Anything in another language is nice, but maybe a little Spanish carol. That's not the stereotypical one would have been nice. but And then we had the Build-A-Bear Workshop float, another advertisement. And then Annie was on there. Now, I, I, again, I don't want to point fingers, but how come Annie was dressed up the same as the other girls? Or just, you couldn't really tell. Uh, she had a little bit of a purple jacket and purple pants, but there was another girl that had something similar on. Uh even if you're going to change Annie, she's not going to wear red, that's fine. Ray gets it. But at least dress her in some way that makes Annie stand out from the other girls, okay? I'm sorry. And then we had some big heads from The Wizard of Oz, which was strange. Greg, Greg you didn't like that. Also, the big head, witch head. You say witch, right? Yeah, Greg, come over here. He's a witch head, no like and no like that. And the man, metal man. No, what is that? Metal man. Okay, yeah, Gregor. Gregor didn't like that. And then it said they said it was the 75th anniversary. It reminds me of a Christmas story when the Wizard of Oz was in that parade there in that movie. And then what did you say about this? You want to talk? 
So, yeah, there was a Smurfs float. That was embarrassing. First of all, it was tiny. It was just Papa Smurf, Smurfette, and then they said it was a clumsy Smurf, which I don't even know. He was just a generic Smurf. And they had that tiny little house. It had to be one of the smallest floats. It's just an insult to Peyo and the Smurf tradition. And then no continuity because you have Papa Smurf on the float. And then you have a Papa Smurf balloon. It doesn't make any sense. And then the Papa Smurf balloon has a cane. I don't think Papa Smurf did. Okay? It just, that bothered me. Okay, so we're in agreement. This parade had some bothersome things. And then now we get some A-game stuff, though. We have a marching band that does shake it off which we all thought was nice. Uh, Greg had come back in the room. He was comma. Uh, you know, we, he, he he punched a wall about the metal man. So they punch, they punch metal man for preparing. Okay, Greg. Yeah, no punching now, though. Greg is learning not to punch walls. But, if you, again, if you're picking on people that are falling down or trying to uh, commercialize, I guess I... I can't stop the whole parade with, well, Greg is pretty big. You think you could stop the whole parade, Greg? Well, I get to the next part, my Greg Potter coming up. Oh, yeah, Greg's part's coming up, the part of the parade that Greg wants to talk about. So we had Shake It Off, and, oh, that Shake It Off, there was someone dancing on the left-hand side of the screen. That was wonderful dancer, too. Could be a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Then we had a horse-drawn carriage with the lovely Cicely Tyson. Then a Central Park float with an Aflac duck, unfortunately, to ruin it. And then they had America's Supreme Soprano, Renee Fleming, who I am not familiar with. Do you know who she is? No, I don't I don't know who she is either, but she, she was good. Yeah, but again, I don't know what she was singing. I didn't even write it down, but I don't think it was a, a carol. It may have been. But then we do have a carol next. We had the uh, Homewood Suites, wooden floats, wooden... Homewood Suites float with wooden ducks and such things. And we had Pentonics, an a cappella group, and they sang a nice little Christmas carol, and that was nice. I don't remember which one it was anymore, but I remember enjoying it. So that was nice, a little a cappella. I like the two guys going boo, boo, boo. Very nice. What would you think? I thought, I thought it was nice too. And then we had an elf up there, which for some reason the elf was in some sort of like uh, – like uh, curling up in, in, in the fetal position, which I don't, I did not get at all. Don't you think that was strange? Yeah, it was strange, right? And then we had this one float that had a little bit of everything. Unfortunately, it had this giant man that we, I was frightened of, and you were frightened of. And you, you said, hey, "Greg, Gregor, can you get that man?" Great. Oh yes, the man, chocolate man, control people. He say, I take you, a giant man, I tie a rope on you, I control your movement. He's bad man. You, you say, Andy boy, you say, mountain, get man. And I say, I crush him. And you say, yes, you crush him. And then you make joke, but true, you say, you go get him. And you say, I, you think I'm not here, but you say, uh, how long you think it time for New York City? I don't know what that is, but I figure out this place. Put no narrow seat cross either. I find him, then find where they keep him, and then break him. How do you take him? Take him to the next parade, you say, and then you laugh. But you say, you know, but I break him for sure. And then, Gregor, what a setup there. And then, then we had the lovely sweet tones of Adina Menzel singing a Christmas carol. All I want for Christmas is you, baby. All I want for Christmas is you. And all Gregor wants for Christmas is... Why is it? So then the man, the candy man, evil candy man, cuckoo uh, giant, he keep my wife now. I say I find her, she be my wife. But, uh, excuse me, excuse me. She's married, I believe, to Ty Diggs. And they have a family and stuff, I'm pretty sure. Uh, that um, wait the candy man's name's Ted Dig Ted Diggs. No, no, the can. Oh. Why don't you just go get the candy man, and then we'll worry about it, Dina. I I'd like to protect her from candy man. So crush candy man, then meet my wife. Hopefully you'll be back in Westeros by then. I love her voice, and you play me uh, 
let it go. Oh, good gravy. So Greg listened to that while he crushed Candyman. Let it go. Okay, great. All right, my friend. So that, my friends, was uh, the float that uh, had the strange Candyman on there, and then it had Adina Menzel, and then none of us, Menzel, Adina Menzel, correct? Don't look at me. I, I, I'm not uh, John Travolta here calling her Elliot Kazim or whatever. And then we had Inflatable Elves. Oh, no, first we had SpongeBob. And then we had another marching band, and they said they're going to do Happy. And at first it started out, like, not good. And then it grew and rose into a wonderful, rousing version of Happy. It made me happy. It made Craig a happy. It made Andy happy. We were dancing. We were singing, happy in a van, ran around like a ridgeon without a roost. And we're happy. So we were having a great time. Then there was the elves. And then there was Santa Claus. And Gregor was all mixed up. He said, what did you say, Gregor? Father. That is my father. Uh, by the way, here, Gregor here. Uh, the Gregor is on my father and my mother. Uh, it's not Claus Cosman. Sam Claus is uh, Mr. Clegane. And my mother no longer gone. She's gone. Uh, so I don't know. But that's my father. He uh, have a sleigh. But no reindeer. He have uh, jackalopes that go for his thing. But yeah, this looks like my father. I know it's not him. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Gregor. If, and, and Father Christmas, or Greg's father, was a very good dancer as well. And then we had a summary that there were 16 balloons, 27 floats, 12 bands, and 1,000 clowns holding the balloons and some such things. And that was a parade. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that I have a friend who would invite me to try to conquer my fear of belly dances and parades because of the parade incident with the belly dancer, which triggered my problems with belly dancers. But I don't need to talk about that right now. It's your friend Ray. I've got to deal with the uh, the Gregor, but he's my new uh, buddy. And I'm glad you listened here, and I hope I helped you fall asleep. And I hope you, you know, don't, don't, uh, don't, don't let... Ray, Ray's got a little bit of outrage by the commercialization of this parade, but it's probably always been commercialized. So don't get caught up in it. Ray goes to spend his money places, so where you spend your money's fine. Okay, thanks for listening, and good night.